You got dang right, it's been a while. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Eric, back after a long, long hiatus on In the Mind. Is that the name of the show? I can't remember anymore. Anyways, we are on the road, In the Mind, on the road. That is a new segment that I guess I did a couple... I'm <laughs> more than over months. Anyways, since you just heard, I have the one, the only, Raul, a.k.a. Razor. Say hello, Razor. Hey, guys. I know it's been a while since we did an episode of In the Mind. I mean, that's what happens. You know, we all have lives and work and stuff just gets in the way. Right, Eric? Straight to the explanation. I love it, Raul. <laughs> so, I've been thinking about doing an episode for a long time, obviously, but I'll be quite honest with you. Um, things has just haven't been, you know, timing just hasn't been on my side or on our side in this case. Um, but we are here and I wanted to do one since the year's about to be over. So here we are. I'm going to try to make it up to you. And the best way that I could make it up to you was to have my best friend Raul on the show. So Raul, other than the explanation of why we have not been able to get on this podcast, what else has been going on with you? Work, working out, just, you know, trying to survive, you know, making money, helping my mom out, uh, trying to, you know, save money for a car, you know, trying to, you know, move out, stop working out at, you know, nighttime and thinking about, do I really want to be at a hotel right now? Do I see myself? So I I guess you've been saying, I guess you can say I've been going through a midlife crisis. You know, I'm at my 30s now. You want to die at 60? Pretty much. <laughs> Dang. Um, uh, of course he is. He's going to live forever. Forever would die. So anyways, I don't know. All I know is that you're going to outlive me, man. I probably will. Yeah. I already seen my fate and it's going to happen soon. Anyways, that's a that's a good dark turn. But uh, here we are with on we're on the road. We're at our favorite spot. Um, we actually changed our spot because apparently they're not open on Sundays. So our new favorite spot is Panda Express. So let your friends know about Panda Express. You know, got some good orange chicken. Oh God, that sweet fire chicken breast, Eric. It was sweet and it hit the spot. Oh my God, the combination of sweet and spicy. Together, oh, perfect, perfecto. Dang, that's right, that's right. So you know, that's our new favorite spot now, Panda Express. Um, we're no longer going to say the other place anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it's open on a Monday, then we're off. For real though, you know that sucks because. The time that you and I can get together is like a Sunday, and that's the one day they're not open, so we have no other choice but to go somewhere else. Oh, my God. Like, I know it's not only us, Eric. It's the fact that a lot of people who are craving them are pretty much kind of like, what what the heck? I'm just disappointed. I don't want to go to, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. They just hit the spot, but the one thing that I don't like that we both don't like is our clothes on the one day that we have off. Yeah. 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 I, I completely agree, man. There's times where we're like, there's times where I'm like, man, I want, I want a really good tasty chicken sandwich. And then I remember it's Sunday and then they're closed and it really stinks. I mean, well, it doesn't really, you know, Lord behold it. 
you know, if you have your business, you do it the way you want it to do it. But as a consumer, it kind of stinks. But hey, it is what it is. You find another place to go when you find, you know, a treasure. You know, like, what is it? The... I'm trying to think of an expression here, but whatever. Uh, but anyways, we found another spot, which is one that we kind of been going to a lot recently, and we just realized, you know what? Can't go, can't go wrong with it. You know, it's pretty good. Panda Express. What, what can I say? Exactly. I mean, we get the plate, the two sides. Sorry, the two entrees and the side. And however you want, however you want it, you, you, you'll get it. So, anyways, other than that, um, so we wanted to make one. This, you know, podcast, really cool, really funny, really entertaining. And wouldn't you know it, the one day I decided to do an episode, Raul has a funny story. Now, before we get into the story, I do want to say this. Disclaimer. Anyone under the age of 18, get your parents' consent. Because we, we don't want this podcast to get flagged. No. They might get flagged now. Uh, thanks for that, Raul. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, it's going to be a little of a... a Adult topic here. Um, I mean, why not? Why not? It's a treat. It's been a long time. Like the song said, it's been a while. So might as well come, you know, come back with a bang. Pun intended. And uh, so before we get into this uh, story of Raul's and the topic is going to be a little bit adultery. A little bit. Not not so much, but just saying for our, our younger listeners out there, um, I'm warning you. And clearly the kids out of the room, I guess. Well, should I begin? Well, um, yeah, uh, kind of. I guess it's a time for the for the viewers to kind of, I mean, viewers to the listeners to uh, you know back out right now. But anyways, so here we go with the story by the one, the only Raul, aka Razor, aka the bad guy. Now let's hear it. All right. So last night I'm just working at a hotel. You know, doing my thing. It was only like twelve, one o'clock in the morning, and I noticed some people coming in. Now, this group of people, you know, the white people, not that I'm discriminating, whatever, they just um, went towards their room, and these two people just stood out. They were, you know, they gave each other a hug, embrace, and was emotional. I just happened to look up, and I'm like, I bet they're probably going to make out. Lo and behold, they were making out. Now, I'm trying to do my work, and I'm not trying to be a prick, excuse my language, and trying to avert my eyes and trying to avert my eyes from them. So I'm trying to focus at the TV near the bar and I'm trying to like trying to focus like what should I see? I'm like, okay, wrestling's on. All right, Ring of Honor. Cool, I can see that. So then they kind of get the gist that I'm right there and they try to leave towards the cafeteria, which is in the lobby where the bar is. And I'm trying to look like, are they just going to go in the round there trying to make out? Fine. Then I just see them going towards the exit I thought they were going out, but where the uh, exit signs are, there's a woman's bathroom and then there's the men's bathroom. Now, a couple hours ago by and, you know, I was drinking water, I was thirsty, and I'm like, okay, time to use the bathroom. So I'm walking towards the men's bathroom. As soon as I push the door, the trash can was in front of it, and I hear pants going up. Now, I go tell the security guard, like, hey... I think there's two people doing something in there. So um, can you go check that out? And so he goes and investigates and literally just rushes in. He's like, what are y'all doing? No lie. Guy was trying to put his pants on. His lady friend was buck naked. She got so embarrassed that she went to the stall. 
He came out. We just started busting out laughing. I went in the back. Two seconds later, they just come out of the little um, hallway. And I'm just laughing my butt off. I'm like, oh, my God. We the the funny thing is though we we had rooms Eric, <laughs> we weren't sold out. Now, I get it. Hey, you want to have fun? You don't want to bother your friends, you know, by locking yourself in their in their um bathroom, trying to keep quiet. No, 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 no. Go into the men's bathroom, put the trash can in the middle of it, and start do your thing in there. Now. I don't know what kind of fantasy it is. Most people like they're trying to do it in public areas. Or maybe they just wanted a sex mirror. I mean, the mirror's right there, Eric. So I guess he just wants to see, you know, how he does it. You're like, okay, is my performance pretty good and all that. But, um, <clears throat> and, you know, mind you, I still need to go use the bathroom. So I'm going there. And I see something that um, should have been in the trash can, Eric. What'd you see? They literally left the condom inside the urinal. <laughs> but the, but the, the, the funny part of that of this story is that the guy actually told what room he was in. So we literally had to keep a straight face. But yet, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. Now, I mean, granted... Put the condom in the trash can. Or at least put it in the toilet and then flush it or something. That's right. But I guess that was, a port of, that was the point of putting them in the urinal, though. <laughs> I guess. I mean. But still, though, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that we're kind of embarrassed about it. I mean, I left at 7 a.m. and they were probably kind of thinking, like, oh, God, I hope they don't come and talk to us. But still, though, I mean, we all have done some crazy things when we were young. I've done some things that I'm not proud of, and I... How old were they? <laughs> my guess? Late 20s, early 30s? Okay, so that's around that age. I'm that age. We're that age. We're that age. I'm just... <laughs> so what are we saying? But, but the thing is, Eric, you and I have something that everybody should have. Common sense. It's 2018. And nobody it's, has common sense anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, I get it. Hotel. Either you didn't have any money... You just wanted a quickie. You had two other options, Eric. Go into the women's bathroom or go to the gym's bathroom because no one's, no one's up there. No one's up there, but you just had to go into the lobby men's bathroom. I checked in a guy, Eric. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't not go into that bathroom while they were doing it because that would have been even more funny. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh, my God. So you heard it right here, folks. Where I would suggest do not go into the men's bathroom in a hotel room to do it. Go into the women's or the gym. They have locks. <laughs> they have locks. Oh, man. That's hilarious. And I'll give you that, man. Some people just have no common sense. If you're staying at a hotel, that means you have a room. Are you that much in the mood that you just can't wait an extra two minutes to go up to, like, to your bedroom to go do your thing, you know? Basically, they were with a group of people, so I guess they didn't want you know. I get it, you could have just been like making hey. an orgy, exactly, or at least you know, hey, don't go into the bathroom if you hear something, you noise, uh, noise, don't worry about it. But, um, go to the car, I'm pretty sure they had a car, exactly. That's what the back seat's for, exactly. Everybody had 
<clears throat> you know, things done in the backseat before. Exactly. So, anyways, no, nah, but not jokes aside, though, for real, though, that the fact that they, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's embarrassing for them, you know, to have, like, basically, you go in there with, uh, you know, with security guards saying, hey, what you guys doing? Guy zipping up his, you know, his, his pants up and the girl walking out buck naked or whatever to the next stall. I mean, that's pretty yeah, embarrassing. And I'll be, I, I, I'll be honest, man. I, mean, I know I have, and probably our listeners have as well. You know, have done the deed and you know places. In, in places where you normally don't do them. I know I have. Um, and you know, the whole key is that you know you don't want to get caught. You know, while you're doing it, basically. And I can attest that you know, when you're in the moon. And y'all just really want to get it on. I've been in that situation. Not desperation, but it's just like, we got nowhere else to go do it. We go do it. As long as we don't get caught. And if you don't get caught, if you don't get caught, you know, then everything was good. You know, everything went good. But if you get caught, then that's when you caught with uh, embarrassment, walk of shame. Then you're out there laughing and you got nothing to do. And then it's never going to happen again, sadly. Yep. But, you know, my thing is, though, you're at a hotel. I mean... You know, like you said it yourself, we weren't even sold out, so there was extra rooms. And I, that I don't get. I would get for cheap, Like I would get like I, I still wouldn't even, like you know if you were that in the mood to go do it, and you go to a bathroom. Normally, it's done like at a bar or, or at a restaurant, right? Granted, there you're gonna get caught anyways and get kicked out, or you know they just charge you for it. Mm-hmm. But at a hotel, I mean. That, that, that doesn't make sense. That's like going to McDonald's and then, you know, going to McDonald's and then, like, you don't want to eat the food, but yet you still want a burger. So you get somebody to get get it to you from Burger King. Like, it just doesn't right, make any right. sense. Like, you're there. Get what you need right then and there. So, I don't know. I mean, Eric, it is true what they say. I mean, you know, you and I were fans of, you know, How I Met Your Mother. There's one saying that I will always say to people. Nothing good happens after 12 a.m. That's true. Nothing good does ever happen after midnight. Case in point, my story. Yep, and that's true. And a lot of people overlook that. I mean, some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. No, you, you know, this happens after. Nah, Lord, like a majority, a lot of the things not good, you know, it's not worth it after 12 o'clock. It really ain't. I mean, I'd have been, a lot of, I know my, I had my experience, too, when um after 12 o'clock, things did not go well. No, Eric, I mean, it could either be, like, weird or even scary, man. I, I, yeah, I've had experiences where it has been scary, man. And it's been, like, after 12, like, I'd just rather be at home just chilling in my own little room. Mm-mm. So, that's pretty funny that you brought that up, though, because um, it's funny because when you told me earlier, you know, about, you know, I wanted you to save the full story for the podcast. But when you gave me a little bit of detail of it, it kind of brought up some memories of not well, it brought up me personal memories of me in action, um, but also brought up memories of other people. I, I've seen that similar situation. And uh, hey, man, sometimes, you know, they say two heads are better than one. And sometimes that's not true. <laughs> and sometimes the other head thinks, you know, they think a little more. It has a mind of its own. It overpowers my head. Uh, anyways, so, but no, it's funny because like um, it's similar. I used to work for a gym years ago. I think you think you remember, Raul. I used to work for a gym. I remember this 
And I would I would like to be the closer because in the closer you didn't have to deal with anybody. There was no management, and um, you just kind of chilled or worked out, you know, you know, whatever. And I remember one night, one one night I was working, and uh, I was working, and there was this one guy. And quick backstory: this one guy, I really did not like like it when he came in to the gym because. He was just annoying. He'd always he'd always be that guy who would come come in making all this noise. He's all charismatic, playing his music loud. He's just disturbing people, and he's all hype. He's doing everything but workout. He's this one guy. He's out there dancing, singing to the song. He's listening to his iPod. I'm like, okay, are you here to dance or are you here to work out? So, anyways, that was that one guy, right? And I know you guys listening. I know in any gym you go, there's always that one person who does that. But anyways, this guy comes in one night as I'm close, you know, probably like 9.30-ish. It was, I think, a Friday. And um, he walks in with his girl, you know, and he says, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, good. Now, mind you, they're dressed out for the night, not to work out. So why are you coming to the gym? And they're walking. And and in my gym, you had the men's locker room. And then the men's locker room was upstairs. The women's locker room was downstairs. And in between, there was like a handicapped bathroom. And a lot of people like to go that to that one because it was, it gave you a little bit more privacy, right? And um, so I'm like, hey, man, he's like, can I use the bathroom? I'm like, since I already knew him, he's like, yeah, sure. I mean, when you got to go, you got to go. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead. And so he goes up to the bathroom in the men's locker room. She goes to the women's bathroom. And then they come down. And the next thing you know, I think I was like folding towels. No, no, we didn't have towels. I don't know what the heck I was doing. But the next thing you know, I see them both go into the handicapped bathroom. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. And I was like, man, you ain't going to do that here. You ain't going to do that here in this gym. And then like literally, don't joke, bro. I was on, as soon as they went in. I was on my way to go, like, basically knocking the door. And immediately, and then they came out. He was zipping up his fly. And I'm like, really? That's it? Like, damn, buddy. I just started walking. Y'all just went in. It takes, like, literally 30 seconds to get from the front desk to that bathroom. And, and, and homie, you done? That's damn, it? Dude. One minute. Less than a minute. Less than a minute. I'm like, damn. Best 30 seconds of my life. And then, like, uh, and, and so when I saw them walking out, I quickly cut a left to act like I was re-racking weights. And all I wanted to do was bust out laughing. And, like, the look of disappointment on this man's face was hilarious. Now, I'm not trying to clown the guy. But the fact is that the fact that you came to the gym to go do that deed kind of goes into, like, what the hell? You know what I mean? What fantasy did you... What fantasy... Mind you, this guy has a truck. He has a big, blinged-out truck. You tell me he had no space in the back of your truck to do that? Bro, you could put a freaking air mattress, a freaking mattress, and go out into, go out into the freaking woods and do your thing. But what makes you think... I'm like... I don't get it. I don't know, but... I mean, I, I, I think, I'll be honest, dude. Like, like I said, like, we... I personally have done, you know, done the deed in other places that, you know, you normally don't do it. I get it. I freaking get it. I shouldn't, I'm not the one judging, but I just think it's hilarious, though. Hilarious. That grown adults, or even, even you know, younger than us, would just, you know, be ready to do the deed in, in public places. Don't get me wrong. I've done it before. I'm, 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 a, I'm a private person, you know, I don't. 
tell about my you know sexual conquest. Conquest. I'm breaking my rule. Conquest. Yes, conquest. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the deed. I will not mention any names, but we almost got caught. And I, you know, if I can go back, I'll be like, okay, dude, you got a job and now, yeah, yeah, hotel, bro, hotel, because that was stupid. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I just think it's funny overall. I think it's funny that we all will go to places, you know, to do this one act and uh, it's pretty funny, you know, the way how. How the human mind works in that situation. Yeah, man. I mean, I wasn't thinking with my head, dude. It was the other one that kind of won that battle that day. (laughs) Now, here's the thing, right? Okay, so my question is this, though. If you do that day, like, for example, um, as I've done in places where, you know, you don't do them. Now, I never got caught, all right? And... For me, I guess it could be like, yeah, I can, I can joke about it. Yeah, I've done it here, done it there. Never got caught, right? Now, would my tone be different or your tone be different if you did get caught? Because you'll probably be like, yeah, man, I've done it here and here and there bragging about it. Now, I don't brag about it. Like, this is probably like, the only time I actually open it up about, you know, the things, you know. Same here. You know what I mean? But, like, and that's, that's, what, I'm key, that's key what I'm trying to say, though. Like, we knew it wasn't at the right place to do it. But, you know, it is what we did. However... I ne- I never got caught. You never got caught. No. And I'm pretty sure some of our listeners never got caught. Not for the ones that did get caught and have to do that walk of shame and the walk of embarrassment. Now, was it worth it? So for the ones, I guess what I'm trying to say is for the ones who didn't get caught, in a way it was worth it. But for the ones who didn't, who did get caught, was it worth it? No. Grind it. I mean, from my point of view, you can actually, you know, correct me on this. Um, is it because of the risk fest of the, like, you know, the risk, you know, riskiness about it? I mean, after, you know, get caught, you're like, oh my God, I'm, you know, you're literally doing a walk of shame. Like you said, Eric, you know, you're walking down and you either A, <clears throat> you might laugh about it or B, it could have been a lot worse. And you might never know you've been caught by, you know, people. Shoot. I'm thankfully not get caught, get caught by a cop or a security guard, man. That would have been horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, is it a risk? For me, it was never a risk thing. For me, it was just, you know, you know, just, yeah, basically. that was, For me, that was was. But for some people, but for some people, it is because of the risk, though. You know, some people like that. You know what I mean? They, they like that risk thing. So, I don't know. For me, it's just, uh, for me, I think that there are some people who will like that. Some people who just whatever. They don't care about it. It's to do what it is, you know, to do the deed. Other people, I don't know. Either they're just playing dumb and just have to deal with the uh, walk of shame. Pretty much, yeah. But <clears throat> most of the time, it's for some people, for some couple, it's kind of a bit of a turnoff for them. It just makes it more, like I said, risky for them. And they like it. So yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. But I thought it was interesting to talk about because, you know, from the get-go, from when I hit you up this morning, you're like, hey, man, I got a story to tell you. And I'm like, hey, man, let's just share that to the listeners because it's been a while. I want to crank this out there, give them a story to, you know, something to listen to maybe. Maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe it seem like, uh, Eric, don't, don't ever do this again. <laughs> but, like, look, if you really want some interesting stories, ask a person where it's Greg Fair Bring freaking popcorn. 
because they got stories to tell you. They will see the weirdest things at night while you all are asleep. We see the most outlandish stuff go on that you will never believe in your wildest dreams. Ever. That's, that's true, though. That is actually dead honestly true. Um, I've had, I know people who work graveyard shifts, and um, they'll be telling me, dude, you'll be seeing some crazy things. And, you know, it's kind of, it's too funny to believe, but then again, it's believable because, you know, some people do dumb, stupid things after midnight. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Especially that word. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know if she's saying this, too. Go how, ahead. How would you feel? How would you? How would you react? Let, 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 let's say if you work in a hotel and you work at the front desk and you receive a phone call from a guest saying that there's a crazy lady who won't leave his room. And then, you know, you're wondering what's going on. Turns out it was a lady of the night that he hired. They didn't want to pay her. They didn't want to, you know, so he decided to stay. Not only that, but the wife was in the next room. Hold on, what? Hold on. So a guy had a woman, crazy woman in his room who was a lady of the night. She would not leave because they wouldn't pay her and his wife was in the other room? Yeah, pretty much. Then get the wife to get her out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, why are you trying to pay? What's the time? Cheap on her? I don't know, but it was it was the most funny thing. I'm like, are you serious, man? Your wife was literally in the next room. And you just said, oh, she's asleep. I'm going to have a little hanky pack with this girl. And they didn't want to, you know, pay for the services. So now you got a crazy lady who's in the room that you that, that you acquired for the night. No for the fact that you're liable for it. Now the cops are involved. And your wife's in the next room. So, so basically, this man just basically screwed himself over. Pretty much. <laughs> see, see what I mean? Yo, the, the things, the things, man. God, man. It's... First of all, what kind of situation, what kind of marriage are you in when you go stay at a hotel and you're staying at a separate room when your wife is in the next one? You know, that... What are you on, like, a business trip? Are you on a family vacation? What's the purpose? You, Eric, you can't make business with pleasure, but still, I mean... There are things that I can never unsee, Eric. I mean, <laughs> I hope one day God will take me out of this shift because the minute I leave night, you know, graveyard shift, I'm not coming back. I'm like, you know what? The craziest stuff that I've seen, I'm just going to, you know, tell the stories. I don't ever want to relive it. The only the only thing that I ever, the only good thing I ever get to start is that if the day I ever become a parent of a newborn... I can actually say, you know what? I've been training for this. Lag of sleep, I got that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I hope that, you know, practice makes perfect. So, you know, <laughs> stay practicing is all I can say. <laughs> That's your goal. But um, with that aside, since you brought up the graveyard shift and you see a lot of interesting interesting things, uh, one question I have to ask, Raul, and um, I know there's some listeners out there who are wondering, um, have you ever seen any ghosts? Oh, God, Eric, it's, I mean, I've worked at a Hano Hotel before, and it's, you, Eric, there's some things in this world that you cannot explain, but, yeah, if you literally feel like you're being watched, you probably are, like, it could be dead quiet, Eric, you could be the bravest person ever, I'm pretty sure one little sound could change all that. 
So what you like? So you saw or you heard a ghost? I guess. You know, for fact, I worked. I worked at the shirts and you know for about two years, and I told you like the 16th floor. There's a lady in white. Now, granted, people don't believe it, but I, even to this day, I will not go. I would not go up there past midnight. I'm like, no. Side note, I've been trying to get... When he worked there, I tried to get him to hook me up in a room so I can stay on that 16 foot because I want to see this lady in white. I, I love ghost stories. So for me, it's just... I don't know. That's why I really want to see this. Sadly, it never happened, but here's the rest of the story. The thing is, that property, Eric, is built on a cemetery. Now, when I came back, I used to work as a busboy back after I graduated from high school before I went to college. In the parking lot, in the loading dock, there were two grave, grave, uh, grave, uh, gravestones. And I guess they removed them, but still, there were always stories about this lady in white. I worked at Old Town. Old Town's very historic, and it's very creepy at night. It's not some place, but, you know, it's, it's real nice. But, yeah, that hotel, the Sheraton, Old Sheraton Pentagon City on Ormstein, Arlington, is built on a cemetery. And there is supposedly a lady in white. That appears on the 16th floor. So did you hear it? Did you ever hear anything? I mean, you mentioned like you heard a sound. I mean, it, it's weird though, because you might hear like you 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 might think your mind plays tricks on you. But I mean, even if you hear like a little tap here, or you know, you might just see like something just pass by. I mean, I I would just send you know. Even if I hear people like up there, has been, I'm like, I'm not going up there. No, 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 no. Nope. I'm staying down in the lobby. I'm good. I'm straight. You know, I'd be the person. Like, like I said, I love ghost stories. Um, anyone who knows me, I, I love ghost stories. Love anything paranormal. But I, and I'd be the person. Like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yet at the very moment, I'd be the one shaking in my boots. But yet, I still want to go. I know I'm weird like that. I mean, I know there are hundred places here in Virginia. I mean. I always joke my brother, hey, dude, we should totally take our friends to Bunny Man Bridge down in Clifton, Virginia. That bridge literally says it's haunted. I think you and I should do that, Eric. I've been to Bunny Man Bridge, and it's, it's like... It's creepy, though? It's, it's, it's creepy because it's at a dark... So, so I went, like, two, three years ago with a group of friends who I no longer hang out with, thank God. And um, we drove, we drove, and, like... What makes it creepy actually is the journey. We didn't experience anything, but again, we didn't stay long enough because one of my friends actually was scared. But um, it's the journey. So like driving, you're driving down these country roads, hill roads, all dark, mind you, and you see house lights fade like deep, like 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 no, they're like deep away from the road. They're like all you see like a glimmer of light basically, and they're behind trees or whatever. And so you got you're going down this long narrow road, and you finally meet up to like a bridge you know which is for a train track there's a train track going up top so you go and there's like all these signs that says no trespassing no trespassers and you won't be prosecuted or whatever those signs say right so we went on through and you drive on through and it's pitch dark it is dark now you're supposedly you're in front of somebody's property like someone's front gate but their house is like way down so it's one of those like far and like drive driveways basically and they have it fenced up and so we kind of pulled this U-turn and we're there. And they say, supposedly, I mean, you got to love urban legends and every urban, right. le- there's different, there's an urban legend, but you know how urban legends are. They, they take many forms and many, there's many, there's, many, there's a varieties of them. But like, supposedly the bunny man is like, the bunny man bridge was basically, well, the story that I heard, the urban legend I heard was like an escaped 
um, mental, mental patient who killed everyone. And like basically, he hid in the woods and he would kill off rabbits, basically. And he would skin them. And he came across this like bridge, this tra uh, train bridge, and he'll hang them there. And, and there's another story that he'll dress up as a bunny, but then that, that doesn't make any sense. But so we were sitting there pitch dark, seeing if we we're going to hear anything, you know, and or see anything. And I'll, I'll tell you this, though. It was creepy so much because it was dark. Now, one of my friends, he was freaking out and he just wanted to get out of there because, you know, it's, it's pretty it's, like it's creepy, dude. And as we started, like, as we cranked the car, we never got out the car because, you know, we're not that. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> We're not like in the movies, there. Not like in the movies, like you hear no, like you hear a noise, like Shh, okay, let's go check it out. You know, like no, nah, this store. ain't Scooby Doo. I mean, like we're gonna go, we're gonna stay put, ready to crank out, peel out. You know what I mean? And um, we were there, and as soon as we cranked the car, like no joke, as we we're about to crank, we hear a train coming. Now, mind you, this is like probably like eleven or midnight. 11, around 11 o'clock, around midnight. What train? I don't, then again, anybody who who's at, who works as a as a train worker, other than like Amtrak, that like you know that's actually taking you from city to city. This railroad track was not like that. It's like it's a, a rinky dink country like railroad track. If anything, I think it was abandoned. But we heard a train track coming. That is creepy. And every time, now the legend is, if you hear a train track passing by over that bridge, is when you see. Like the rabbits, like the, the skinned rabbits hanging, and that's when you get basically hacked by the bunny man. You know what I mean? I'm out. <laughs> so we heard that finally coming, and as we were driving, no joke, Raul and listeners, the tr you know once you go through, once you're entering under the bridge, because kind of like a tunnel. It's probably like a the tunnel probably goes for like a good, like a good like. No, the tunnel is like maybe like a good like ten, ten yards probably. It's a little tunnel. From here to like probably like past this tree. So probably from like where we're like we're at a parking lot right now to like probably the next like a tree that's probably like yeah ten yards over like right. maybe like ten yards over, and not like five like five to ten yards, and as we're driving through it, the car lights started flickering, <laughs> and we're like what the freak? And then I'm like, I'm like hey man, what's going on with your cars? You're battery dying and he's like no what the heck and we're just like dude just step on it and we drove off we never went back now nah, i would like to go back again with my crazy self um i ain't going alone though if i go down i'm taking everyone with me but basically dude i love that and so i think you should so, go so i think so Cliff Virginia, I'm guessing that's a what, what deep Fairfax going like towards I it's going towards Centerville. Wow. My best friend lives around that area. I yeah, I mean it's not that far out really. You just gotta know where and I mean dude, it is it is pretty creepy. And and mind you, like I don't mean just crank it out that bridge and then maybe and then slow down. No, you gotta go through that whole road because that whole road is dark. You're going in like you're driving eight minutes on a long road where you see like a fields or you see houses, but you don't see the houses. You just see the lights, like the little faint lights. And so you got to crank it out of there, man. From what I've heard the urban legend is that whenever you go to that bunny man bridge, where you're inside of, you're supposed to say bunny man, bunny man, bunny man. Yeah, we need to do all that three times. And 
Why is it always three times? I have no idea. It's like Beatles. Bloody Mary, Bloody it's Mary. Like and then Beetlejuice. Macbeth, man. It's always three it's times. Three times. But like, you know, it, it's weird because like, I've experienced, I've experienced, you know, paranormal stuff at home. And, Girl, say my name three times. And I'll appear. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see me coming. <laughs> Find it, <tennis. laughs> So, I mean, I mean, Eric, it, it could happen to you anywhere. I mean, it, it, ha- it has happened at my at my apartment that I lived in. It's it's weird, though, because I could be just literally watching TV and, you know, things will fall out of my room. But, like, not related to Bunny Man, though, right? Just random. No, it's, it, it, there's nothing. Like, look, it's all perfectly fine set up in my room. It just falls off. Like, I, I could just be doing, it'll be dead quieter to me watching TV. And, you know, boom, I'm like, the heck? Maybe you just got some, like, I don't know, things probably weren't hanged properly? No, no, no. Everything's perfectly hanged. Even even near my even near my mother's closet, things will fall out and half the time, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I've experienced, I mean, sleep paralysis, dude. Luckily, knock on wood, I haven't experienced, but Eric, sleep paralysis for me, I can't even sleep on my back because that's where I feel it. It's the most scariest feeling and event you go through because you can't even move, Eric. You're like literally trying to open your eyes. The minute you open your eyes, you start seeing little things. You start hallucinating. It's creepy. See, I never experienced sleep paralysis. I heard stories of now. What I have seen with my own eyes is shadow figures. I've seen figures at the corner of my eye, and like, like shadows, basically like out the corner of my eye, and they're like kind of whoosh right over. From like one end, like from one corner of the, of the of the apartment to to another end, or just like out out of sight, basically. I'll see it like faintly, and it's gone. Yeah, and and there's nobody around. I've seen shadow figures. I've seen them like almost all my life. I've seen that, but I've never experienced any like sleep paralysis or other than bunny man rich. Similar, you know, nothing like concrete. But I feel like, well, I don't say concrete because you never, you know, when it comes to paranormal, nothing right. ever is really concrete. But what I mean is like. Enough evidence for me to say that there is something or a spirit or something like that or a ghost or, you know, whatever. But given like shadow figures that I've seen or the little experience I had at Bunny Man Bridge and I've had another experience as well, um, which is kind of more creepier. But other than that, nothing like too, uh, too solid, if you know what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I pray that you don't have to go to the sleep paralysis because you're literally trying to wake up, Eric, but you can't. You're, it's like you're conscious, but you can't fully like move. It's like somebody's something is holding you down. Like you can't move your head, you can't move your body, and you're panicking. You know, some people will mistake that as a possession. Eric, I mean, shoot, I even tell you, like, you remember a couple of years back? I tell you about a dream I had. Like literally, I, literally, I it was just me, and I saw like a little floating head say. Psst. And I went in and the whole room went dark and then I heard a cackling. Dude, that was creepy. I even called you like, dude, you do not believe what just happened. Sadly, I don't remember this. When was this? Like a couple years ago. Like, yeah, like sometimes you like you even dream you even dream. Like, even dreams are freaky sometimes. Cause like, did I just dream that? Well, see, that's the thing. Actually, I was gonna get to my second experience or my, my third experience about that. It's referring to a dream, actually. Now, it wasn't my dream. It was, uh, 
it was a, a family member's dream. All right? I'm not going to say who, but it was a family member's dream who would, who every time she would sleep, she would have this, uh, this woman would appear. Now, granted, why isn't it, why is it always a woman in white with long black hair? It's always that, you know what I mean? But she visioned some, some woman like that, an older woman though, right? Would constantly come in her dreams. And basically, now, this woman would warn this family member of basically of my birth, if you will. Saying that this woman was going to take me before I was like, that that child is not going to be born. You know what I mean? It's either, you know what I mean? And this family member basically, I don't know, I don't know, uh, and, just, and, and believe it or not, like, it was very weird because every time I see this see this person, they look at me and always say, like, oh, thank God, you know, you're doing well, you know. But then again, I feel like, they, you know, everybody says that to, you know, to you. But this woman in white always appeared to dream about me somehow that I wouldn't, you know, that they will take me before I would be ever be born, basically. And oddly enough, when she would wake up, she would have these marks on her arm. Bruises or scratch marks? Uh, I, I think it was either bruises, not like not bruises, like basically like a red mark, I guess. Like somebody tried to grab, you know, how they hold like, you long enough, right? And you see the impression, yeah, of the hand or basically, and yeah, that's creepy. And oddly enough, so that would happen with they would get that, you know, sh- sh- like Eric. Somebody was after you before, like, you know, when, you know, before you were born. And I had to fight, like, supposedly in a dream, she had to, it's weird, because in dreams, you can't control yourself. You can't control your dreams, basically. Right. But somehow she said that she had to gain control. Somehow she, like, I guess she prayed to gain control of her dream. But if this woman, and this woman appeared in a dream, like, more than, like, five times. And it was, like, probably prior to me being born. And basically said that he's not going to, he's not going to. He's not going to, when he comes out, he's not going to be alive. We're taking him before, you know, before I guess I popped out my mom's womb or whatever, right? And so this family member somehow fought that, you know, took back control of her dream. I fought back, it's like, you're not taking him. He's going to live. And then, lo and behold, I lived, right? Here I am today. But oddly enough, this family member not only had that happen with me, but also happened with another, like a cousin of mine. Same thing. Twice. Twice. And now I believe this family member because she's kind of like me in a sense of she's sensitive. Now I don't like believe it or not. Like some people may believe in like that you're sensitive. Like, I I believe that we're we have this as a being. We're not. You know, we can always think logically. We you know seeing is believing. Right, but if you're sensitive to like, I want to say. um like entity, I don't say entities, but like if you're sensitive to something, right? Oh, you kind of feel, you have a feeling, basically a feeling, right? And so she always had this feeling about things like anything, whether it was like somebody's death or somebody who just recently passed away, um, or like somebody who you have not seen for a long time. Now, granted, and I believe her because I, like, no joke, I kind of have this, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm sensitive to it, but I kind of have this like sixth sense. I guess it's a sixth sense, like not trying to make things up, but I guess I kind of have like a sixth sense of things. If I'm thinking of, if somebody just randomly 
pops in my head who I haven't seen or talked to or thought of in a long time. Is always, I always end up hearing some news about them. Like, either they're... Like, either they're, like... It's 90, 90% of the time, it's... It, it just happens, right? I can, like, for example, right now, Raul. Let's say if you and I have not talked to each other, have not seen each other for, like, 10 years, right? right. Suddenly, you pop in my head. I'm like, man, Raul... Man, I remember Raul. I mean, I wonder how he's doing, man. I hope he's doing great. And then maybe through the grapevine, I find out that you were, you know, that 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 you were in a car accident. So, what you're saying is, so I've had that. I kind of had that happen with me, and so I believe this family member because she's sensitive to things like that. Maybe with her, even more deeper. Now, there was a story given when my uncle passed away. My family, they went to El Salvador to go bury him. And there was an incident. And basically, my mom was there present. And she came telling this story. And this just happens to be with this family member who's sensitive to that thing. So if my mom saw this, I mean, I believe that there are things beyond this, you know. Right, beyond that we can't. That we can't see. Right. So all I'm thinking is, what if maybe that's what intrigues me to, para- to the paranormal. Or what intrigues me to ghost stories and stuff like that. Right. Because... Maybe it's somehow I can sense. I mean, I don't want to say sense things, but I have kind of had a sixth sense to these type of things. Now, there's other other things that I don't want to get too in too in depth with what I have as well, or what I've experienced, or what I feel, because I'm not trying to put that much out there. But I don't know. I think that's why we we some of us generally have these experiences where we have those paranormal moments or paranormal experiences. Like for example, if you're just at home and all of a sudden something falls off your wall. And there's nothing. There was like no quake, no neighbors. No there's wind, no no gust of wind. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, have you had anything similar to that? I guess what I'm trying to say. Nothing, but like I mean, from working at a hotel, from freaky things happening at home. I mean, even dreams. I mean, Eric. I mean, <clears throat> I even had what like near death experiences too. Like yeah, twi- yeah, like twice. Yeah, I remember. I know of one and. That was scary. That was scary. Like, so one of them is before, like, I, 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 I'm a premature baby. So I know I'm big for that. <laughs> I came out, I barely made it. And the second one. Yeah, I wasn't there for the first one, buddy. So <laughs> this was 30 years ago. The second one, you were there, though. The second one, you were there, though. The second one, this so this one happened, what, like six years? Like seven years ago. Was it seven years? Nah, it's probably longer than. No, because this happened, this happened in 2012. 2012. Yeah, this because remember you. It, it was. It, it was within the months when me when I came back to Culpeper Gardens, and then, AKA hell, hell, <laughs> and then. I started noticing that when that like this happened after me and my ex, my last girlfriend broke up, whenever I ate red meat or fried food, I could not digest it. Eric. Okay. And. I went to the hospital and they told me, oh, you have an inflamed pancreas. We're going to keep you overnight. Eric, the last thing I remember was saying, bye, mom. Yeah, that I, I, I remember. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was, that was scary. Actually, it was scary too. Cause I'm like, I don't, I'm like, wait, all I remember was saying, Hey mom, I'm fine. Bye. All right. And next time I'm waking up three, three days later. I'm like, what the f- intensive care unit. 
Wait, how long were you under? Did, well, did the doctors well, ever tell you? Well, apparently, here, here's the gist of it. Because I can tell you what I think how long you've been under, but... What what happened was they gave me a little shot, and they were going to keep me for observation. Now, when I was in the room, I kind of woke up, but I was kind of disoriented. So they had to, you know, calm me down. And then things just got complicated up to a point where, hey, we're going to put you in a medical induced coma. Now, within these three days, I missed my brother's graduation. Everybody came to see me. Two of my ex-girlfriends came to see me. I woke up and one of them left Eric. And all I remember was like, I opened my eyes and saw the guy going like uh, a doctor going like this. And when I woke up, I wasn't intubated. I'm like, I literally just took it out and I threw up. And then I'm like, and then I saw my mom, you know, I cried, she cried. So I could have just kicked the bucket, Eric. Little did you know, for Raul it was three days, but really it was six months. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I like I saw what you told me, Eric. I'm like, oh crap! I thought you died. This dude came to work, <laughs> like, because no, because you're out. Because it wasn't just three days. You're out for like a while, months, man. Months, months. And so when you come back to work, I'm like, dude, I thought you died. <laughs> Wait, I'm not trying to laugh, but like, is that what you really tell a person who's been out, who's been a while at the house? like, I thought you died. <laughs> Well, you know, like, hey man, I'm glad you're okay. I missed you. No, damn, I thought you lied. I'm like, wow, Eric. What? Well, you know, not for that sentimental stuff, man. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight for the jugular. Granted, <laughs> like, granted, like, ever since then, I mean, like, now, like, you know, I mean, but real, real talk though, deep down, I was happy as hell to see you, dude. I was happy to see you walking wow. around, being okay. I was happy as crap, but literally, my reaction was like, man, I thought you died. But like I'm like, but my, like, cause you know, like, like to my children, like, you like, you know, we, you know, we still talk. She's like, hey, like I told her, I told her, I'm sorry, I put you to that. But the one person that the one person I left, she was like, when did you wake up? I'm like, right after you left. And then she was like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. Cause like, you know, we came and you know I could still hear you. My father came there too. And um. I bet in your, I bet in those three days you were under man. You heard your dad, man. Man, what you doing here? <laughs> no, I mean it was like it was kind of the first time seeing my parents in the same room together. Cause I'm like okay, cause you know they they both hate each other, you know or whatever. But um, yeah. And ever since then, I'm like, all right. I think I started, you know, like I'm not gonna put you know my friends and family through this, and I th- I think after that, I mean. You remember, you remember I used to walk, like, with a limp, too, Eric? Yeah, I used to walk with a limp. That was a foot drop, because I had, um, what's it called, um, neuropathy. And I made this dude run <laughs> with that limp. <laughs> run for it. <laughs> I remember, man, I used to push your ass, man. I'd be like, yo, man, you're going to run this. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get that feeling back in your leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I made sure. You did, man. You actually did run, man. Surprisingly. Oh, yeah, but... 
Eric, within those two days, dude, karma got me good. Karma, I mean, karma, when karma, when karma coming, by, by karma, I mean, like, there are things that I did that, you know, as an adult, I realized, like, I remember when my family member fell, I laughed. You're a kid. You laughed. I remember as a kid, I saw a guy walking funny. I laughed. My dad was like, don't laugh like that ever happened to you. Guess what? I fell down while I was in the bathroom trying to do something. And I laughed. I walked funny. And I banged my knee on the pavement. Mm-mm. Karma got me good that day. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. The important thing is that you recovered. You're doing well. You're live and kicking, and no ghosts is after your ass. No, not really. <laughs> um, pardon the language, but I told y'all from the beginning. Um, but I mean, overall, though, dude, uh, I'll be honest, man. We experienced things. I guess this podcast really got away from from us, and we went to a whole different <laughs> and to like to the paranormal to the serious. But I guess what I, I guess to wrap this all up with to get to the you know the moral of this whole episode is that things happen to us personally that we can't explain. Can't explain. Things happen to us not directly to us, but around us, and we still can't explain. And then there are just things that. You just don't. You can't expect them. You know what I mean? They're gonna happen. You know what I mean? You're never gonna know what's. You can plan for tomorrow. You can plan for today. You can plan for the next ten years. You can plan for your future. But in between those plans, you it's never know what's gonna happen. Going to yeah, there's always something's gonna come right through that you don't expect it, and you just can't explain of that happening. Regardless, you know what I mean? Like, for example, Raul ended up seeing a couple banging it out in the bathroom. You can't explain that. You know what I mean? That just, that just happened, and you can't unsee that. You know what I mean? And then, um, and then on top of like you know these paranormal stuff, you know you can't. Ex- there's you always look for an explanation, but they're always there. That's always a great mystery. I think that's why I'm intrigued by it. And then come in situations where life, where you know life throws throws you a curveball, where your life is literally it's put on the line, like what happened with Razor. And um, you know, I guess bottom line is don't you know. There's a saying out there, expect the unexpected, but you can't even expect that though. So with that being said, because I gotta wrap this up, this is probably the longest podcast episode ever that got away from us. That like legit it was like three different topics and one I could have done three episodes, man. Hey, we did three episodes. <laughs> but I guess it makes up for the lost time, right? For the lost time. And again, I apologize. But with that said, because we need to get out this parking lot, or else the panda from Panda Express is gonna come and attack us. Um I don't know why I said that. I mean, at this point, <laughs> I think we're done, dude. <laughs> if I don't come up, if, if I don't come up with another podcast episode between now and the end of the year, this may be the last podcast episode ever. I might get flagged. Um, but anyways, um, I'm gonna try to keep a consistent basis with this. I'm gonna try to keep this guy Raul on here because I want to end the year strong to make up for November, really, and. Uh, at that, at that, uh, I don't know. All I can say is, um, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys will keep on listening. Keep listening, please, because I want to keep this thing going, and I need listeners. I need people listening. I can't just be listening on my own on replay. But um, yeah, for real, it's pretty sad. Um, <laughs> but not for real. And again, um, if you guys did not listen to my last two podcasts, 
I do have the website up, not the website, the email for you guys to, you know, give me any questions, any comments, any topics you want me to touch base on. I've been checking it, and sadly, nobody has been onto it. It's hurting my feelings, y'all. It took a lot of time to set up that Gmail. It really it, it. No, I'm just kidding. But for real, um, it's the the Gmail is up. It's four in the mind. That's the number four. The letter the letter N, the letter D. The word mind at gmail.com for indie mind. Go ahead, send out your questions, send out your topics, send out your comments. Tell us that you like us, tell us that you hate us, tell us that maybe we should just tell never put something. anything. For, yeah, tell us something, man. Throw a bone at us. Throw a freaking bone. Um, but anyways, on that note, wherever you guys are in the world, it may be good morning, good day, or good night. For us, it's good night. All right, y'all.